You're listening to Connect Communities Podcast, recorded live in Stamford, Connecticut. If you'd like to know more about our community, stop by our website at www.connectcommunity.tv. Enjoy the message. The title of my message today is Come What May. And I want to talk to you about living legacy-minded. Living legacy-minded. I feel like nowadays this is something that can quickly slip our minds. This is something that can quickly be out of our sight. We think about legacy maybe on those crucial moments in life. Surely we think about legacy in those seasons that, that really matter. We think about legacy, you know, if you're young here and you're in high school, senior in high school, if you are in your first year of college, you think about legacy when you're thinking about your degree. What is my life going to be about? How am I going to apply my gifts and talents? What am I going to, to be educated in so that I can have an impact in the world? You think about legacy in that season of life. You think about legacy when you are choosing a mate, someone who you will spend the rest of your life with. You think about legacy when you're considering marriage and you're thinking, God, is this the person that I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life? And then you think about what kind of impact are we going to have together? What kind of impact can we have on each other? And is this a healthy relationship, not just for me, but for for what we will do together for the rest of our lives? You think about legacy when you're in that season of life. And then further, you think about legacy when you're starting a family, especially. You're bringing a child into the world. You're thinking about what kind of world you will present to this child. What kind of values you're going to instill in this brand new canvas, this blank mind. You think about legacy. You think about how that child is going to grow up and what kind of world you will present to that child and what kind of impact you're going to encourage into that child's life. You think about legacy in those moments of life, but especially, especially, you think about legacy when you come into contact with your mortality. And some of you here, you've had personal experiences, but also you think about legacy, especially when you're going through a season of life where you face somebody else's mortality too. If you've had a loved one pass, you think about legacy then. And I think one of the difficulties is that we live in a season where not a lot of people think about legacy constantly. And this is my encouragement for you today, is that come what may, we may live a life that is legacy-minded. Come what may, every single day you may realize that your life is meant to count. That today matters. That your gifts and talents are are to be used so that you can have a positive impact in someone's life. You know, maybe you're here today and you could say, JD, my life is not a bad life. I'm a positive person, but I'm not really legacy-minded. I don't really think about the mark that I leave every single day on the earth. I wake up in the morning. I make my coffee for those of you who are saved. I uh, have tea for those of you who are still in the process of becoming saved. That's a joke. If you like tea, we love you too. A little less, but we love you too. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, if you, you know, it, you wake up in the morning, you say, JD, I wake up in the morning, I make my coffee, I go to my company, I go through my to-do list, I, I look at what is expected of me, I try to meet those expectations, I come back home, I take care of my family, or, or I do my, what I have to do at home, and then on my spare time, I indulge 
my cravings just a little bit so I can get some satisfaction out of life. You know, it's not bad to think about legacy in those crucial moments in life. But I want you to know this morning that your life is more than just meeting a company's expectations, tending to your family's needs, or just trying to find some satisfaction in life by indulging your cravings. You know, maybe you think about, man, I live for the weekend. I live for the night. I live for the time off. I live for the weekend trips. I live for that, that dinner that I have with friends. I live for the, the vacations that I take once a year. I live for those moments because those are the moments where I really get satisfaction out of life. All the other times, I'm just meeting someone else's expectation. Can I tell you this morning that your life is meant to do more than that? That even through your occupation, whatever it is that you do for a living, even through the days that, that you are going through your to-do list, you have something in you that's meant to be given away. You have something in you that can make somebody else's life better. You have something in you that can change someone's life every single day. Now, we live in an era where not a lot of people think this way. Not a lot of people live legacy-minded because we live in an era where we just have a lot to do and we are busy and we are, we are just just flooded with all the noise. And if we're honest, this is, this is not something that is constantly in our minds. But I want to encourage you this morning, if that's you, I want to encourage you this morning, I hope to encourage you this morning to take a step toward reframing every motivation for your existence. Because even though, yes, you can be excellent at what you do, you can be excellent in meeting your company's expectations, your job's expectations, whatever you do for a living. You can be excellent at working your degree and your, your talents and your gifts. But in the process of doing that, if you can be legacy-minded, no matter what you're going through, come what may, know that you are meant to leave an impact in this world. You will see an adjustment in your life. You will see the difference that this will make in your life. I told you that I started thinking about this message on Sunday, but last Wednesday is when this message got really personal because I was in the car. We were getting ready to fly back to Stanford from Houston, and the whole family was in the car. One of the babies was crying. The other one was laughing. Maya was in the back just wondering what's going on, and uh, Alini was trying to appease Chloe, and then I got a phone call. It was my dad telling me that my sweet, sweet 97-year-old grandmother had gone to be with the Lord. There she is right there. And, uh, you know, my dad was the son that she never had. She had six daughters. And uh, so this was really, really, uh, for him, it was, it, was, it was really impactful. Although she was 97 years old, uh, the separation is always hard, right? She was such, such a sweet, sweet soul. She was amazing. She was beautiful always smiling, always with a song in her lips, always joyful. And her favorite sentence was, Jesus is so, so good. Jesus is so good. You would see her, every time you would see her, she would say that, you know what? Jesus is so, so good. And that was the fuel for her life. You know, I was on the phone with my dad. He was explaining that in the past five days while we were in Houston, they were managing the pain, hoping that he, she would make a comeback. But she was diagnosed with a rare kind of cancer two months ago. And in the last five days, it just progressed really quickly. But at 97, when she turned 97, she was as healthy as she could be. It was funny because when she turned, not fun, this part is not funny. 
At 70 years old, she started taking one pill a day for her high blood pressure. But this is the funny part. At 84, I believe, she had LASIK surgery in her eyes. So at 84, she had better vision than she had ever had because she could just stop wearing glasses. But she was an amazing, amazing woman, you know. And my dad was on the phone just fighting back tears, just so affected. He's telling me, you know, her body's still warm. She just passed just now. And I was just thinking in the car as tears started flowing down my heart. I was just thinking, that's how I want to live. That's how I want to live my life, every single day joyful. Come what may, that's how I want to live, every single day encouraging people, smiling at people, singing good songs, and just happy to be alive because Jesus is so, so good. And that's what I want for you and I, to have this revelation that God is so good, that Jesus is so good, that he is for you, that it doesn't matter what you go through. It doesn't matter the difficulties that you are going through. His goodness can take you above it all. So you can also say that he is so, so good and be happy and influence people with your happiness and influence people with your hope and influence people with your encouragement. In whatever you do, you know, she had plenty, plenty of reasons to be bitter. She went through plenty of things that could have changed her motivation. But she was always happy. She just chose to be happy. She lived legacy-minded. And that's my encouragement for you today. There's a scripture in Psalm 90. This is a prayer by Moses. And in this prayer, Moses says this. So teach us. To number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. Another translation says, teach us to realize the brevity of life. And I want you to just ponder on that in the next few minutes as I share a few thoughts with you. Because even at 97 years old, life is short. Life is short and goes by fast. And this is what I want for my life. And I think you want this too. If we are so blessed, if we are so lucky to live 97 years full of health, surrounded by those we love, when I go, I want people to think, I wish they could stay around for another 97 years. Because they are just an outpour of love and encouragement. Can we make a pact to do that and live our lives legacy-minded each and every day? So today I want to encourage you with three values, three things, three Three thoughts that can help you live legacy-minded. Come what may. Whatever it is that you go through, if you practice these three things, it will help you to live, uh, live legacy-minded. The first thing is to practice generosity. Now, generosity is something that has been misunderstood, especially lately, especially in this capitalist era. Generosity is something that many understand as a quantity or a value. If you get a gift and it's an expensive gift, you think, wow, that was so generous, right? But we don't really know if that was generous or not. Because generosity is more about how you write the story of your life than it is about how you write your checks. Generosity is more than just giving stuff away. It's more than just giving money away. Generosity is about you using your resources Giving access to your, of your resources, tangible or intangible. This is not just about stuff. Tangible and intangible to make sure other people are helped because you care about their well-being. 
It's to make sure that you use what God has given you to better someone else's life because you care about their well-being. Not expecting retribution. Not expecting anything back. That's self-interest. That's not generosity. But you do it because you care about their well-being. You help because you care about their well-being. You help because you care about them. And if you are to live legacy-minded, you have to understand this. That you cannot be legacy-minded. You can't leave a legacy on this earth without generosity. Because legacy is not about what you take from this world and leave here after you die. Legacy is about what you give others. Legacy is about what comes out of you while you're living. The second thing I want to encourage you with today to live legacy-minded, come what may, is to live today. Live today. And this is what I mean by that. Sometimes we can be surrounded by so many things. And there are really three, three things that can keep you from living and enjoying the present. Living and enjoying today. First thing is your past. If you've had a great past, if you've had uh, great years like three, four, five, ten years ago, you can get so stuck on trying to relive that, so stuck on trying to feel those feelings again, that you might be blinded to what God is trying to do today. He's trying to do a new thing in your life. He's trying to, do, to bring a new level of satisfaction, new levels of accomplishment, new goals, a new reality. But you're still stuck and you're still committed to your past. And you can't live today unless you let go of the past and you embrace what God has for you today. The second thing that can keep you from living today is also your future. You can be so future-minded. The next thing that you want to do, the next thing that you want to accomplish, the next goal that you want to reach, that you fail to enjoy today. You fail to just realize how blessed you are today. You fail to realize how meaningful the relationships you have today are. You ever met someone who's like that? When they're single, they're looking for their spouse. They're looking for that person that they want to marry. When they're married, they're looking for that first child. When their first child arrives, they want the second one. When the second one arrives, they think, oh, my God, what did I do? I got to get him out to college. <laughs> and they just go through the years, get them out to college, and then they're gone. And then they look back and think, oh, my goodness. All those years I was thinking of the next thing while I was living the days that I should be enjoying. And my heart for you today is that you have, you have a mindset to live today. The third thing, and it's the one that probably affects most of us, is those times in life where we overcommit, where we feel the pressure coming from all corners, when we feel everything just press, pressing you down. And you get to the point where you develop this mindset. Let me just get through today. Let me just get through this day. Let me just get through this week. Are you like that? I don't know if, if you're like that. But sometimes, you know, I have, a, I have a, this is something that I'm tempted to do. Let me just get through today. You know, life gets hectic. We have three kids under five. You know, we are here trying to carry on a, a mission. And sometimes I just look at it and go like, God, really? <laughs> Is this really what we were meant to do? Are you sure? Can I just get a job somewhere and just lay low for a little bit, build a 401k and just sit on the beach somewhere someday? But, you know, if you, if you are to think about your life, think about what God has placed in you, you got to understand that it's going to take effort. 
It's going to take effort. It's not always going to be easy. And sometimes you're looking for the easy. We're so hoping that we're going to get some relief that the moment that we're going through, even though it's busy, we can have that mindset, oh, let me get through today because today is not going to be good. And you set off your day to just bypass it. And before long, that mindset can take root. And you're thinking, let me just get through this meeting. Let me just get through this dinner. Let me just get through this date dinner. Let me just get through this anniversary thing that I have to do. Let me just get through this birthday. Let me just get through this holiday. Let me just get through this family reunion. And when you look back, you realize that those were actually the moments where you should be pouring out your love. You should be investing into people. You should be enjoying. Even though life may be hard, even though you might be feeling pressure from all corners, you got to have this in your heart. That you know what? Today matters. It is today that God has chosen to bless you. Today is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad in it. You know, that's how Jesus' message started. A lot of his sermons started with the sentence, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, he was saying, change your mind. Look at life differently. Change the way you engage life because the kingdom of God is here today. The rule of God is here today. The mystery of God is here today. The mastery of God is here today for you. It's at hand today. It's not coming when everything is perfect. It's not coming when you arrive at a situation in your life where you feel like you're going to get comfortable. The kingdom of God, the rule of God is here today. And it's available to you to bless people, to love people. It's here today for you. Live today. See, I love the way Eugene Peterson puts it when Jesus is sharing these words in Matthew 6, 34. This is a paraphrased version of the scripture from the message. It says, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the, when the time comes. See, we can get trapped in this mentality of getting through the day and getting through our weeks. Let me encourage you to not do that. See, when I walk through these doors on Sunday, I'm just grateful. And I thank God, just minister to your people today. Let today be a special day where you can transform, meet people's realities, speak to their hearts. You know, if you, if you have a tough job that takes a lot of you, use that, those days, those moments, those little conversations, those encounters with people to pour into their lives and leave a legacy of joy, leave a legacy of happiness into their lives. Let's make that decision that today is the day that God will bless us. Amen. And today is the day that God will use us to make a positive impact in people's lives. And the third and last thing that I want to share with you to Live legacy-minded. Come what may, in whatever circumstance and whatever season of life, is to reject a victim mentality. Reject a victim mindset. This is very, very important because you can't be legacy-minded. You can't think about your impact in the world if you think like a victim. And maybe you had difficult situations happen to you. Maybe you had people who... Instead of loving you when they should, they did not treat you well. Maybe you had situations that actually made you feel like a victim. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a worldview, a perspective, and, and engaging life 
as if life is what happens to you, nothing more. I have here a strainer, just a regular kitchen strainer, where probably a millimeter or two is the, the, the passage of things here. I'm holding this strainer in my hands. And some people consider life like a strainer. Whatever comes into your life, whatever comes into your reality, you have no control over. And then what you can do is maybe just hold the negativity and shuffle through the negativity and, and keep that out of your life. But the outpour of your life is whatever comes in. You only give good thoughts if you receive good thoughts. You only bless people if you receive blessings. You can only have a positive life if you've had a positive life invested into you. But that's not a reality of, of the scriptures. That's not the reality of God for your life. It doesn't matter what your past has been. It doesn't matter what you have been through. This is the promise of Jesus to you. This is God's promise to you found in John chapter 7 verse 38. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. You're not a strainer just catching everything that comes at you and hoping that you will not pass on the negativity that has come against you. You are a source of living water. You are a fountain of water to those around you. You are someone who can change somebody's perspective. Even though you might have a reality in your life where nobody did it for you, you can do it for someone else. This means this. That you don't have to fear what has happened to you or fear that that may pass on to the next generation. You can stop it. If you've had a bad childhood because your parents were abusive, this is real stuff, okay? This is real, real stuff. If you've had a bad childhood because you were bullied or somebody, something bad happened to you, that can't, you can be free from that. But you don't have to pass that on or have fear that you're going to pass that on. You have a fountain of living water on the inside that you can tap into. His name is Jesus Christ. And he is for you. And he is so, so, so good. Every single one of us here have been called to be a fountain of living water. And if you believe in me, he said, like the scripture said, out of your heart will flow living water. You know, Alini mentioned this scripture earlier today. John 10.10, 10, it says that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This, there's a lot in that scripture that we can talk about. But the main thing is this. When you are victim-minded, when you have a worldview where you think that life is what happens to you, Life is what comes at you and you have little to do with the outcome of your life because you are just in this place where everything is set and everything is, is already predetermined by whatever has happened to you. You really are at the mercy of the thief in this scripture because you live in fear. See, being victim-minded is as far from being legacy-minded than fear is from faith. And if you are here today and you've had this thought that life is what happens to you and you have little control over, you, over it, let me encourage you with this passage. That Jesus came, that you may have life more abundantly. You know what that means? That life is not what happens to you, but that life happens for you. For you to bless, for you to invest, for you to give for you to be positive, for you to invest into people with your happiness and your joy in the different ways that you have uh, uh, been 
allotted, like the different measures of faith that you have been allotted, the different set of talents that God has placed in your life. Life is, happens for you in whatever circumstance, come what may, you have this life on the inside that can pour out of you like living water and bless those around you. I got to tell you, if you keep that in your heart, come what may, living legacy-minded, you will see a level of satisfaction and fulfillment in your life like no other. And it doesn't matter your socioeconomic status. It doesn't matter where you grew up, what side of the tracks you grew up. It doesn't matter your race, color, gender. It doesn't matter what you've been through. If you keep this in mind, you can rewrite the history of your lineage. And you can change the existence of those that will come before, after you. Listen, it doesn't matter how, how well you've had life. We can all agree that we can do better in this world, right? We can all agree that we can make a difference in this world. We can all agree that there are things that we can change in this world for the better. Now, whatever world you have been handed in your own reality, whatever, we, whatever world you face day in and day out, don't wake up tomorrow morning thinking that you're a victim. Don't wake up tomorrow morning thinking that there's nothing you can do. Wake up tomorrow morning with this resolve, knowing that you are a fountain of living water that can change the situation through Jesus Christ, through God, God's goodness and God's blessings. You are an agent of change. Come what may, let's live legacy-minded. And you might be wondering, what's my legacy meant to be? You're talking about legacy, J.D. You're talking about going through life and its difficulties and kind of bypassing the circumstances and living joyful and happy. What's my legacy meant to be? Jesus said these words. He said, people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Now, may I submit to you that there's no greater legacy than that of Jesus Christ. May I submit to you that there's no greater legacy than to love people, love others, as we love ourselves. That's our legacy. And whatever it is that you are involved in, maybe you will invent something that will change the world. Maybe you will come up with an idea that will be revolutionary. But through it, live legacy-minded and bless people. Maybe you're here today and most of your life is in your past. And you're thinking, there's not much for me to, to hope in this message. There's not much for me to hold on to because most of my life is past. No, don't think that way. If there's breath in your lungs, if there's life in you, each heartbeat, each breath you take is a punch through that lie. Your life matters and you're here for a purpose. Every single person here, you are here to bless others, to love others, and to make this world a better place. And that's why we're here. That's why Connect Community exists, to connect you to God, connect you to others, and discover and connect you to your purpose. Now, I want to ask you to stand right now. This would be a great time to make a plug for Connect Groups, huh? I'm just going to let you think about that. I would be amiss if I didn't tell you that there is a cost. There isn't a cost to this. I would be amiss if I told you that there's no cost. There is a cost to this. You know, when you, when you live, when you decide to, to be generous, 
there's a cost when you decide to live today live in the present there's a cost when you decide to be a fountain of living water there's a cost you may bless people that will hurt you back you may you may set out to do something and share it with people and think that they're going to believe in you and you're going to get no encouragement you might you might not get the response that maybe you were expecting but that's not why you live legacy minded because not everybody has the revelation the talents and the purpose of God in their lives that you have in your lives and some people can't see what God has already showed you some people can't see what he has placed in your heart the dreams the things that he has communicated to you on the inside that nobody knows maybe you're not even a church person maybe you're here this morning and you're like I, 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 I have a sense in my heart that I'm supposed to do this and it's so strong that's bigger than you and you don't even know if it's God or not but you just have a sense there is this supernatural force that just gave you this dream but you look around and you think there's no way there is a way because with God all things are possible amen with God all things are possible amen listen we are charged to change the world people use that sentence just allegorically but we are charged to change the world and you can do it every single day don't think that your life is trivial don't think of your days of your Mondays and Tuesdays as, as trivial because it in is it in the triviality of life that God shows his light that he changes somebody else's life so I want to pray for you this morning if you're here today and you want to say God help me live legacy minded come what may whatever situation I may face help me live legacy minded in my heart and in my mind I want to pray for you this morning and if you're here and you've never made a commitment to Jesus you've never made a commitment to God but you're feeling in your heart like something is drawing you nearer something is telling you you got to engage you have to you have to start this pursuit in a in a in a in a more intense way I want to pray with you as well let's pray together Dear Jesus, I pray for every single person here under the sound of my voice. You know their desires. You know their needs. You know what they are going through on the inside, Father. And I pray for the deep desires in their hearts, Father. The things that you have given them to do. Their, their occupation, Father. How they live their days. I pray, Jesus, for a revelation that come what may they may live to bless others come what may they may live with this revelation that you are so so good Lord God and I pray for you every single person here father I pray that they may receive this revelation and see it through in their lives that they may see the satisfaction of living for you and having that fulfillment in their hearts in the name of Jesus let's all pray together put your hand in your heart and repeat after me dear Jesus come into my heart come into my mind lead me I give you my heart and my soul I let go of the past and I embrace the new that you have for me each day guide me guide my thoughts guide my mind I, I start my day and my week today afresh and anew be my Lord and be my Savior. Amen. Amen.
We're so glad you came this morning. We're so glad you came to Connect Community. Are you glad to be here this morning? Awesome. 